Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. When it comes to Chinese stocks, everybody is saying stay away from that. It's a fraud. But what if Warren Buffett owns 8.25% of the company, if Charlie Munger owns the company, then we have to also look at from a different perspective. Further, what if the company is very, very similar to Tesla, but profitable? It's actually the leader in electric vehicle sales in the globe, is investing similarly to Tesla into battery factories, electric buses, uh, SkyRail, not the boring company, has a much better financial situation. And as I said, Warren Buffett is invested in it. It's always risky. It is selling mostly cars like Tesla, but then some, some people say it's a data company. But let's focus now on what is there and let's see whether this is something that fits your portfolio or not i don't know who will win the electric vehicle race who will be dominant in five to ten years but the key is to understand the risk and reward and see how that fits your portfolio that's what investing is all about 10 years ago, it was a positive risk reward for Warren Buffett. He took the bet. He did really, really well. And the management says that they want to increase sales about seven times over the next six, seven years, become a one trillion renminbi company from the current 120 billion sales. So that's huge upside. If they make that by selling cars, selling batteries, they're entering into deals with Toyota, some other Chinese car companies, and they're creating batteries. They have the technology. They're doing buses, uh, garbage trucks. Uh, so they're doing a lot of things that Tesla is also doing. But let's say on a much, much less fancy, un glittering way they're simply doing it it's a business and they treat it like a business not like we are doing who knows what so that's a difference perhaps also difference in culture but buffett doesn't own tesla buffett owns this let me give you an overview of the company and then we'll finish with the risk and reward the financial analysis and how could this fit your portfolio from an investment perspective let's start all right, so let me give you an overview of what BYD is. The interest of the Chinese government is to get rid of oil because of environmental issues and because they don't have it. They don't have much of it, so it's much better if they could switch to some new technologies that would be beneficial also for the development of China because of the technology component of it, but also from uh, an environmental uh, perspective. China is a communist country, so what they say has to be down. If they say no more fuel engines by 2030, so it will be. We'll see whether it will be profitable for China or not. However, BYD gives you exposure to that, is the largest EV battery producer in China, which gives it an advantage. As said, Bar Berkshire and Marger are invested. Also, Lilu with Himalayan capital capital. So they get sales from automotive and related products, 59%, 34% it from handset components and assembly services. So they service the smartphone industry and then rechargeable batteries, just 7%. But 
a lot of these components are growing fast, still growing fast, revenues are growing fast. So BYD is a fast grower and if it continues to grow at 20-30% over the next 5-10 to 10 years, which is the goal of the management, this could be a 5-10 to 10 bagger over the next few years. Currently is it, it is in a downturn, smartphone shipments are down, electric vehicles are down and following the stock is also down because the market is always so focused on the short term. If next quarter is bad, let's sell, 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 sell. And then again in China, stock market investing is not really long term weekend a weekend is very very long term so a lot of gambling nobody wants to hold something that has the chance of going down which creates opportunities for long-term investors like Buffett invested in 2008 so the developments for example something very interesting they plan to do an IPO of the battery business by 2022 to separate it from a car supplier and really give perspective on what the company is really focusing on which is batteries and uh, that would separate the low margin business cars highly competitive to something where they have an advantage for now they have the supply chains they have the production capabilities and they can supply those batteries to a lot of car makers and they are making deal with deals with car makers too help them and become actually a battery company not so much a car company even if they make cars they also make buses they also make trucks but it's all in a starting point i don't know whether they are doing it to learn about the technology to learn about the supply chain or really because they want to become to make it profitable they are profitable now thanks to subsidies in china but those are slowly disappearing so we'll see how this fits the long term however the company evolved from from doing batteries for your motorola razor to creating electrical vehicles cars so it's a fast growing company with capable management that really did good things over the long term the plan is to continue to grow they have skyrail which is another project that really didn't take off but if the government in china decides to build a lot of these one rail monorail skyrails and they get orders then they might do really really good they are doing uh, taxes in montreal so they are even exporting e-trucks so they are building them in California so also US company so they can also do sales there without the trade wars because they are actually building it from inside so they are completing their battery recycling plant they will have the same gigawatt capacity of Tesla when they finish their currently constructed plants 2020 2021 also the capex might be lower that should increase profitability if they don't enter into a new capex cycle depending on what the market is saying so just wanted to give you an overview here it's not smart to go into the details of everything what is the profitability for profitability because it's actually the macro bet that means here are you going to is the management going to deliver on the promises or not so it's an in interesting comparison also to companies like tesla the company is profitable currently even if sales have dropped there have been profits uh, it's growing book value over 
time and not diluting shareholders, which is also very, very important. So an interesting play. Let's conclude with the financial investment thesis. So from an investing thesis perspective, I think that the upside is really there. If you look at the stock price, it's 16 billion, the market cap. If they really increase sales seven times over the next five to 10 years, it's very likely that the market cap will also increase seven times. So this is the investment thesis, the upside, 7x upside compared to what is the maximum loss. The maximum loss is unlikely to be 100% because somebody will come, will take it over because of the technology, because of the battery factories, because of the exposure to the future tailwinds. So just the key thing to understand here is upside 7x, 10x, 5x over the next five to 10 years, downside, 30, 50, 70%. And the downside is exacerbated. It's already 50% down from the highs of a few years ago because actual car sales in China have really, really slowed down. If we look at the latest developments, the latest sales, we see how some things are good. Electric vehicles are sold really well and still growing, but some other things are really down. So it's always very difficult to sell cars. It's in a downtrend. The automotive industry is in, is in a downtrend globally. So if you're not ready to buy now and add more in the downturn you might do as I do I'll put this on the watch list I'll watch it over the next year or two and then if it really hits bargain 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 terror territory then I might even dip my toe into it when compared to other all other investments potentials out there Charlie Munger is really specific how the company has great management that can deliver on what they are doing which gives it an advantage against other companies the quality of the cars isn't stellar the quality of the batteries is already something better something more important but they are learning developing and if you have a lower cost base perhaps in china than in the us then you can do those things so there is not really something to hold on like to call it a margin of safety technology can change uh, subsidies change china government might change but their policies are very pro electric vehicle and the upside won't will never be linear it is always undulating and you if you buy in a downturn which we are now already given the decline on the stock price you might do very very well in the future so this is byd perhaps an idea to look elsewhere it's traded otc it's traded in hong kong so again you need an international broker or a good american broker to buy it which means it's not on the radar so much of wall street which might make it much more undervalued for the potential upside thanks for listening if you have any comments please let me know if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a five star review as it means a lot to me thank you and i'll be speaking to you in the next episode